always do. Just shit on movies what, like we always what do. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I don't have enough room to take my pants off to shit on this movie. Let's calm down. Alright, <laughs> welcome everyone. This is another episode of Drunk Cast. I'm your host, Anthony King, and today we have here is Evan Gillette, my boy who always comes back on. We have... Oh no, you guys introduce yourself. I'm done with introducing you assholes. You go for it. Hi, I'm, I'm Evan Gillette. I'm his boy that always comes on the show. <laughs> Am I famous yet? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Joe Brody. Normal dude. Normal, he's normal dude. <laughs> he's just he's just one of the bros that we just brought on. That's about it. Hashtag Joe Bro. That was it. I, I'm Kyle. Really, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got. You, you were a returning member, and that's the best you got. Fuck you! If you don't know, if I'm a returning member, you if you don't know who I am, fuck off. (laughs) You're not allowed to. You're about to find out, asshole. Shut up, talking. You're not allowed to talk anymore until you drink a beer. I'm not drinking. That's that's half your problem. I'm gonna talk every time you start. The the other half of your problem is you shave your beard. You're on a show about drinking. (laughs) No, I just look younger. You have face cancer. Yeah, dude. What happened to your beard, dude? Yeah, that you look weird without that beard. Without the beard, it's because you guys are used to the beard. No, but it's because you no, always no, had no, the beard. No, like, Summer, dude. You, you, you look better oh, with I the beard. I agree with you on that one, but I, I job hunting, you know, like <laughs> hunting with the fucking Bushman beard. It was like, I'm not going to bomb you guys on any by any means. I'm peaceful. You're white. Be a lumberjack. <laughs> you yeah, had it made. On. You can't really get a, like a better job. Than lumberjacking, like I know you. You don't do. I, I, I agree, but I don't live in. I live in California. It's a dehydrated. We have place. fucking no thousand-year-old redwood trees that people would kill to have furniture made out of, I even agree. though they're extinct. I agree. Save the redwoods. Yeah, save the. Grow a beard. <laughs> save the redwoods. Grow a beard. Drink a beard. Smoke share. another one. Fucking all right, be all right. a woman. So like you want to? <laughs> this is actually Continue doing what you do. I love you. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Today is actually a great podcast to go on because we have a whole series to cover, but you know, just recently what came out is, and of course the topic of this podcast, especially this episode, is X-Men Apocalypse. Bam, put them on screen. Adrian, love you. You're on time. You work. You do your job. Can we get the music or will we get serious? We can't put the music. We can't. Yeah. Yeah. Sing it. There you go. There's no rules against that. So, there's something about Sentinels. This movie came out, what, (laughs) yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And before that even came out, it already started getting bashed by critics. Shame. Part of me understands, but as far as this year goes, it wasn't as bad as Batman v Superman. It's coming up. Civil War. It's coming up right after Civil War, which had, like, amazing reviews to that. Yeah. And, like, oh, so it's, like, comparing that movie to Civil War. My thing is how... How does this film have worse ratings than Last Stand? I don't understand because it's not. I personally don't think it's worse than Last Stand. Last Stand was a it wasn't, piece of no, shit. Okay. It wasn't a bad movie. It just it didn't live up to... It was to, underwhelming. It was underwhelming. And I, it didn't live up to the expectations that was left during marketing and, of course, after the reception from Days of Future Past. Which is a common love- trend that we have on this show. <laughs> The last three things I've done, it's like, we were underwhelmed, and it's a superhero movie. Uh, yeah, it's kind of true, yeah. The last My kind of whole film. career on this show is based on underwhelming superhero movies. 
Well, but is that because they're actually really that bad, or because they're just drowned out? <laughs> See, it's like one of those things. They're like, both. They're both. They're drowned out. Like we, Joe Brody and I were just talking about this. Like that. Once we get to the fatigue, the fatigue part, yeah. part of it. Like Steven Spielberg called it. It's like the western. Eventually, it's going to be old and un- unrelevant. See, the reason Civil War did so well is Marvel finally broke their fucking routine with what they're going to do. I don't, my biggest gripe, though, because what happened with this film? With I mean. It wasn't a bad film. I I had I was entertained. You know, I liked it. I liked the visuals. Like some of the stuff. That but they there were some drawn out fucking. There parts was in this drawn one. out a lot of CGI. visuals. The CGI, way too much CGI and underwhelming character development. Too many characters, not enough time to develop everybody. Especially because it's it looked like you're focusing on this whole like you know trifecta type of thing where you know you're trying to rise Jean Grey up to where she wants to be. You're they're hinting at, you know, Cyclops dealing with this thing because you know Cyclops becomes the leader of the X-Men and all those things. So it seems like you're trying to focusing on all these characters and developing up to a certain peak where they need to be. That see, I even asked it. <laughs> X. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it's kind of like the Spider-Man effect. You can introduce Spider-Man in Civil War and everybody's gonna fucking know who Spider-Man is. Exactly. But there was no character development on Jean Grey or fucking Storm or uh Cyclops in the original trilogies. It was Wolverine. They yeah. they, they, they were already there Wolverine. and it worked. It worked. They were trying People to rely on the fact that you know cheer. who these characters are going into this movie. But really, you kind of got a rig, big reference of it. Especially because, I mean, I because I think, I mean, two of the things, Mike, with the characters that I did have the biggest issue was, was Jean Grey. Oh, no. I was just moving. <laughs> yeah, you look like you're about to go up a whole no, fucking storm. I was like, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, Jean Grey. And I have to say, Nightcrawler. Like, it wasn't bad. But compared to what we got in X Men Two, especially that whole you know, I I the biggest thing I love from X Two was a was Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler and his whole character development, his emotionality, his religion, everything about him, his faith, his just personality, it fit right. I was I was hoping that we would see like the fencing aspect of him. Exactly. I, was, I was hoping if he was gonna go because I saw in a tr- in a in a TV trailer that that he was going to go up against Archangel. I was like, dude, that'd be so dope yeah. if he, they introduced the swords like out of randomness. Mm-hmm. Like he has skill, just like see, because it would I, add to the yeah, character. I, I, I love. I mean, I, they kind of touched on it in this one like a little bit, but the biggest thing about I love about Nightcrawler is his. His conflicting like morals against pacifism and doing the right thing to protect others. Yeah, and you kind of got like a little like a little jab at this in this one, and I get it. It's because he's younger and he's not you know up to you know his prime of how he is and all his morals and everything. They're kids in this one, but that was the biggest thing that I loved from X two, which is like that whole conflicting you know morality. You know, he doesn't want any of the action. He doesn't want any fight. He wants to be peaceful, but yet again, at the same time, he's thrown in the situations where he needs to fight to save people. Agreed. I think the only one out of the younger cast of Storm or all of them, I think Storm was the most true to comic source than any of them mm-hmm. in this one. Because she had the accent, she was from Cairo, she was a thief, she was all mm-hmm. everything that, that yeah. she was in the comics. That was that was cool. Just the origin of the enhancement of power, where she gets her white hair. I mean, which is cool description, but I like the idea of her yeah, being born she's like, with her hair. Yeah, she's white. supposed to be born with yeah. the white hair, yeah, but yeah. like she I mean, it was a cool intro. Yeah. Changed into that. Yeah. I mean, it was subtle change, but it wasn't necessarily a bad change. Like it. It, it, it was just like it was nothing to gripe it's about. Like yeah, it's possible. Thing. Yeah, it's a creative thing. Like, okay, that's cool. A little twist on that. Don't right. Just. I'm so sick and tired of Jennifer Lawrence. 
<laughs> I don't. I'm like I. I am so over Mystique being no, some. No, I'm not mad at her, and it has nothing to do against Jennifer Lawrence. It's the character that she is is not Mystique she's whatsoever. A hitman. She's an assassin. She's a whatever she's she needs. Crawler's to mother. mother in real. They never even said that. I was like, waiting. I was like, well, no, because in first class, they're she's the same age as Professor Xavier. But that wasn't based in the '60s. By the time the '80s rolled around, that's that's almost 20 years. That's plenty of time to have had it popped out of a motherfucking kid and on the be road. around that age. She ages younger than that. She stays. She's like yeah, it's like part of her. But abilities. I mean, just going from like actual comic book description, she's possibly older, older than, Wolverine. than Wolverine. Yeah, because her her genetics don't age the same way that everybody else mm-hmm. does, which is cool. But it it does. If you're gonna have the character, let it be the fucking character. Like Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is such a good actress; she could pull off that character exactly. and be compelling. But and, the thing but, is, they're they're not selling Mystique as a character; they're just, they're just selling like Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence and blue it. makeup. I think their biggest problem is that she didn't take this job voluntarily; she she volunteered as tribute, and that's really <laughs> where I of all of this. Hold on. Really quick, I apologize. Really quick, <laughs> Spider, <laughs> I called it. <laughs> Um, no, Peter. No. What, did, what did you guys there you think? Go, sacrifice. Uh, we don't have to do the hunger the Hunger Games this year. There you go. That's what? what did you guys think of uh, Oscar Isaac's portrayal of? I had no Apocalypse. problem with his portrayal, but I feel really like, underplayed. Yeah, underwhelming. Writing. I feel like a dude named Apocalypse should be way apocalyptic. more terrifying. intimidating. Yeah. Like he apocalyptic. Did they actually call him? Apocalypse? No, no. Because like, we know that's his name, but they, like, they talked about how name. he was going to bring about the apocalypse, apocalypse and how but they never were called going it Apocalypse. They just yeah. called it by N Summoner, which is cool. And I he's like, like that. I've been called that, did, that didn't bother me. That didn't, yeah. You know, and you you were right because you saw it. You both of you saw it the day before me and Evan because we just saw it today. You guys yeah. saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Brag about it. Man, the dialogue was choppy. There was some weird like campy ass scenes, like when Havoc's destroying Cerebro, and he goes. Wreak havoc. I was like, really, really? That was necessary. Yeah, like, dude, destroy everything. Just stop the machine. Yeah, and, like I would have settled for a dramatic, like, or an emotional destroy. Like he, like Apocalypse was just in his head. If he was like choked up or like, mm-hmm. like fatigued or something, like that would have made sense to me. But wreak havoc. I was like, <laughs> no, no, that's that's. Terrible. And my boner's <laughs> gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At that point, it was just like. I was expecting more from the final fight because when Apocalypse finally comes out of the thing, don't the get pyramid? me wrong, yeah, like when he comes out of the pyramid, when he when Quicksilver takes him on, I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But I was expecting him to take him all on and be able to like like it. It's supposed to be Apocalypse. Like I wanted him to be God. able to crush I, that. I, I, I always love Quicksilver scenes though. They're all they good. are, Dude, but I don't. Want they're it. amazing. The one that we had in this movie, like I didn't actually see that coming, and all of a sudden, like. It's, just everything stopped. That's like, why oh, I love it. That's why I love it. The way they did it, where it's just like you just like what's going on. You have things on the outside. Everything just goes in slow motion. You're like, fuck. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here here it comes. comes. <laughs> and he just. I just don't want them to rely on that as a trump card every fucking time. Oh, like the next one. He always. He's silver. always. A trump, yeah, for the last two films, he has been a trump card. He's been the saving grace of the film. Like even in Days of Future Past, the most memorable scenes besides the end conflict with the futuristic Sentinels mm-hmm. is Quicksilver yeah. scene, yeah. and which it was. But I love that even in the movie when they were talking about Return of the Jedi, I told you they played on that joke. Like yeah, the third yeah, one always yeah. fucking sucks in comparison. They played to the on that joke because 
uh, Days of Future Past went there with that dark scene when you're ripping people in half, burning people alive. Like they mm. went there. They, yeah. It was depressing. You are you got that that instinct that if they didn't do something, they were dead. They did that in this one, and I really appreciated like the gore and violence that it brought. Well, for it, the, wo- wo- the Wolverine spoiler scene. alert, the Wolverine <laughs> scene. Well, yeah. it, they advertised no, that. that though the the opening credits where it's like people are like being burned oh. alive. And, oh like, yeah, that that was pretty played. cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was the, like, uh, I appreciate that because that takes the campiness away. This makes which it more is, for adults. No, I was super happy. Out of everything, I was like, even though I only wanted, I didn't want them to show Hugh Jackman at all, like his whole face. I wanted to just be like hands and claws, and then you know, cut to black or something uh-huh. like that, and then show the you know the whole much mess less afterwards. Screen time. Much less screen time, but. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy that they did have the fucking electrical getup. See, I honestly, that was cool. I mean, I wanted. I, did, I mean, I wish they had the no. Full the visor. Yeah, the visor. Man. That's what I was about to say. The visor is the crucial thing for me because so, I don't need to fucking <laughs> know. Like, it's you, you needed the visor. I needed the visor. I needed to know that this man was not treated like a man. No one looked at him in I mean, the I eyes. Glad, they were just I, like I was, that yeah. was a weapon. That was like one of the lines I did like. They're like, "Oh, is that some kind of beast in there?" She's like, it's "No, an that, that's an animal in there." Like. And to be fair, he fights like an animal. And she was Dude, like, no, that was crazy. Crazy. Exactly. Like, see his He was face. vicious. I love that. He was vicious. He was hardcore. Like, it, w- it wasn't even like thought of. It was like a it was like watching an animal maul people. Exactly. That like ten minutes of that little scene was more than X-Men Wolverine Origins ever gave the entire audience. It, like <laughs> yeah. that, it made up the entire like, okay, <laughs> we 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 can we can chuck that out of history now. <laughs> yeah. But you saw like the after credit scene, right? Yes. Yes. So with Essex. XX Corp and mm-hmm. you know they're setting up for the Wolverine standalone film. Yeah. Which I'm excited for because if they do we were just talking about if X twenty three gets brought up into it, it it, it would be Legit. Well, because they did, they had two. There's two points where it can lead in X Force and the Wolverine film. The X, I mean, I see the Wolverine. The clearly the after credit scene was for the Wolverine mm-hmm. standalone film. That was obvious. But the part where Olivia Munn, you know, Psylocke leaves and she kind of just walks away. I was like, okay, that's a clear nod to doing like an X Force film. Well, I'm probably come down with that. Yeah, she's definitely gonna come back. But they gave her no development. We all, knew, you called this fucking a, over a year I ago that that Olivia Munn was just gonna be a a, a pretty face and just someone to put in tights. That's about it. I to told you. I told I you. Do. Someone to put in a bad Mortal Kombat fighter costume. Exactly. <laughs> like it was Katana, no. <laughs> it was worse than that because at least Katana, like it, it it's form fitting, but on Olivia Munn, it's, it's, it's so wide. It looked like a diaper, a, dude. It did. You, and it gets wider in every scene. You, you see can that? land a plane on that papoose. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> you could eat cake on Lady Starfish. Yeah, oh my god, dude. Like she was just uh I liked it better when she was outside of costume because she looked hotter. She, I was like, if you're only going to use her for, for being hot. And talking about costume, you know, I talked about this before we were, we started recording, but I liked how Apocalypse gave everybody their own four horsemen of the Apocalypse armor and left her out. Yeah, she was just like, you came prepared already. <laughs> there, there's, there's no, no armor. armor. There's, there's no armor for you. Some paper thin costume even, you can wear. He even went to the point where he changed Archangel's hair and gave him face tattoos. Yeah. And, and what bugged me the most about that was Ar- he gave Archangel the same haircut that Storm had. Yeah, pretty much like, we're going to match this up. Oh. And then he leaves her out in the corner. He's like, nah, you're fine. Angel I love Mortal the- Kombat 1. Angel was the most wasted fucking horseman out of all of them. The only time you see him use his wings for the, the those dart things is when he first established them, which looks cool at first, 
But then the next time is when he char- shoots it at Jean Grey and she blocks. That's that's it. That yeah. it ends there. Like that that was at all. And then Angel he puts did. Up the cage, which I didn't even know he was in a cage. I was like, how did Nightcrawler defeat him? He's just kind of standing there. Like yeah, a dumbass. I thought he had to like see where he's going to like teleport into it. Did he even like see that? Yeah, he, he like he, he turned and looked. He, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he turned and looked. Yeah, he okay. said, I have to either be able to see where I'm going there before, or I have to be there. Before. Yeah, but he did. He did like okay. before he, he did, did, did that. He did look at that. It was fast, but it's noticeable. Yeah. Just that part where he like knocks him out just by like pulling on his tail. I was like, really? He's gonna yeah. go down like that? I was like, if this is it, this is gonna suck. I'm like, thank God he like woke up again and then like got out of it. But even then, it was like, because I heard people, he I heard people gasp in the theater because they thought because Angel had him by the tail, he was gonna cut his tail off. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no, I'm gonna grab my tail and bash your forehead. And you, cool. I guess you're trapped. Yeah. Later, bro. Good game. But- Beast did all right. I probably this is my Beast favorite. Beast was underutilized. Uh, he was underutilized. I yeah. agree with you on that. He, but that was the most. I'm Beast, not a doctor. <laughs> most be- that was the most Beast has done throughout that entire trilogy. Yeah. Like as far Which as action sad. wise, the you last mean, like, most Beast things. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Not like like, him playing the character, but like the most Beast like stuff he's done. Yeah, that's okay. it, that well, was. It, as far it does as make fighting. sense because I mean, the way the way that I see how they're kind of playing it out is. Be in, compared to the comics and how he is like in a film like in the comics he's way more of a pacifist yeah. he wants nothing to do with fighting in this one it seemed like he was pushing more towards the X-Men group like you know he was, he like, was the advocate like, for the X-Men I have to yeah. do this because like everyone else needs me to do this with. he's yeah. like I'm taking my medicine to be human so we can show everybody that we're just like them but yeah. at the same time I'm preparing for war here's yeah. the plane so I did like that part where he's like yeah you know I, I believe everything Xavier is saying everything and I, I really want it to happen but you know there has to be conti- contingency <laughs> but at plans the same which, time, which I like because it, yeah. it played reference to uh, uh, Days of Future Past because it shows that the X-Men are, are an influential force in the re- exactly. in, in the world like it shows that whether it was perceived as good or bad, like they are still there. They have gravity to what they are. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about the costumes at the end? Like the very. I was. Last shot? I, I, they were I, colored. They were, They had actual colors. Yeah. I they weren't like all the was, same. Was from the. It was from the, the fucking bag. original comics, yeah. and, or mm-hmm. not the original comics, but the the TV the show. TV, 90s yeah. TV show. Yeah. yeah. That that was awesome. That Nightcrawler like looked the red. Legit. Bring up the, the red. Cast, yeah. Adrian, bring yeah. up the cast for like the TV show. Come to think of it, though, I want to say I saw Cyclops because he has this X Men. It's like his Captain Patch. It's like right where it needs to be. But I think it was crooked a little bit. I think I it was on an axis. Though I was hoping more that they were gonna push Cyclops to that leader role. And how he does become. They ended it, and it's like yeah, look at that. Cool. He had the thing, the patch right there, and everything. <laughs> yeah, he had it right there. But in the movie, I think it was a little just tilted. Yeah. And they even had like the yellow color. And yeah, everything. like they, their colors. And I like the like the costumes. The were, I like the good. costumes. Their suits were good and everything. It was like the. But you only get to see it for like at the very end. At the yeah. very end. But this this doesn't. But it's clearly ob- it's clearly <laughs> obvious yeah. they're they're planning on making more. They're not going to stop. Oh, I, I I agree. If if they do, they just need to get. I don't know if they should keep the right cast, the same cast, because well, aging, they would have to be older. Aging right? another ten years, like in pretend. That's another thing I didn't like. I like that they touched on it in the movie, but at the same time, I didn't like that Quicksilver had done nothing for ten Even fucking years. years. And he was he was still exactly in his mom's basement. So like, yeah. Was he like a teenager? And, no, and he's an he adult. Was a te- he was a teenager when we met him in Days of Future Past. So, so for like, ten years to so have say happened, if he was like sixteen and Days of Future so Past, like he's like 26, 27. Like he's a no change. And he's late still playing Miss Pac-Man in his fucking mom's basement. Yeah. He's like still wearing like the same type of clothing. Sure, it's like a different yeah, band I, on I, his I shirt of, this I, time. I, I, I guess because they did call it out in the film. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, you changed my life. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I still live in my mom's basement, but you know, and I haven't done. You anything changed my life, but I've done nothing with. Yeah. Exactly. Done. 
I just there was and some inconsistency. It's kind of weird because I saw they were playing on some like ideology, like with the whole Flash thing. You know, even though I'm super fast, I'm always late. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was like, eh. I know. I was like, who is this dude? Is this the Flash? Because the Flash is from DC. What's he doing <laughs> over here? But, you start phasing through walls. Yeah. yeah. He phased through the DC Marvel. And then just crossing a totally different universe. He's like, by the way, I'm in this one too. Howdy, folks. <laughs> Goddamn Jubilee got the boot. Oh, oh God. Even user abilities. I was like, to, to go back before we like hit little... before we hit that ass disaster. Um, the last thing on Quicksilver that I was gonna bring up was I like how. He says to uh, to Mystique, he's like, let me go down with you. I want to meet Magneto because I want to tell him you're my dad. Mm-hmm. And then it gets that pivotal point where he's just like, he even calls him out. He's just like, and you, what are you here for? And he's like, I'm your here for my family. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm your, I'm here for my family. But but they never come back to it. It's just like, oh, I guess that was okay. They with address everybody. it once. It's it's like, they, dra- they address it once. Yeah. And then Storm's he was like, like when are you oh, gonna tell? Well, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What I feel like. Because that's what I want. I, I mean, there's two things. I mean, there's two things they can go with this. They can go to the Dark Phoenix saga, mm-hmm. and go on that. Hopefully, so, not better. Be I would love the Shi'ar Empire. Empire, like, like. I love. Like I said, I always say I would love to see House of M. I don't know if they'll do that though. Like that's like that's the I thing. Like, like that'd I, be like the next thing they do. I like I agree with that there, but I would love to see how they'll portray a House of M. It would be dope, but they would have they would well, need a. They need more characters. Definitely. They would need the Marvel characters because the Marvel characters made the realization of how drastic this change was and exactly. how significant it was. Like Captain America's history had changed. He was never frozen. He would he came he was he aged the normal age. Mm-hmm. Like if you read into it, like like. It got to the point where Namor was put under persecution and he refused to even – like he quit the U.S. military because he refused to rat out on Namor. Like Mm -hmm. he he was his friend. And which was so cool but having those backstories or having those characters adds that fine level of character development that we desperately want but we're not going to get because – Well, I mean but they did the same thing with Civil War. How much shit they took out from the comics of Civil War that impacted all of Marvel Universe – and they just kept it into a final. But Marvel movie. has the flow that everybody doesn't have. Marvel has the flow because they have the movies. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, they have more things they can take from because like, exactly. the only thing they're missing is like Fantastic Four, X Men, and. But well, I feel like I feel like you I feel like you can still ones. do the same thing with House of M though. What was that? It's like I feel like you can still take with what they got with House of M. Just House it, of M is like a is like an Infinity Wars event though. Like you would need. And then a lot. Another thing yeah, to think of on top of that is like we're we're talking about deeper storylines that most people don't even know about. But these two companies, DC and Marvel, have already planned out their superhero movies till 2020. 2021 in some. No, so no, it's no. like DC is pretty shaken right now. They, they are shaking. They are trying. They are relying they really on want Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad to do really good. Oh fuck yeah! They've already they've already re- released like reviews, early reviews of the screen te- audience screen testing, and supposedly it's. Nothing but good reviews. He did the same thing with Batman v Superman. See what happened. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But and that was also... the beginning of the shitstorm that we have gone through the last like three weeks. I know it's a little different because yeah. I mean, I mean, say what you will, like the worst like David Ayer film that came about is still a, a decent film. Yeah. And he is. I mean, I do see him. I mean, when I knew like Zack Snyder was at the helm for that whole shit testicle adventure. I was like, it's Zack Schneider. I'm not really like you know, 
on about him. I'm not really that. He's good off. as a visual director, but, but as that's far it. as story, he his stories. David Ayer is a great director. He is. He's good at from care from exactly. character development to story. David Ayer is a good filmmaker, and yeah. they're Trainee they're Day Fury. You know all that good. Yeah, shit. his his shits ish. It's been proven. He 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 can he can write. He can direct. Mm-hmm. Like the last Fury movie he did was Fury, and that was fucking phenomenal. Um, the I tank still. One. Yeah, the take one. Take I have my—I like, mean, like I said, I always have my gripe about movie, especially because I wanted more out of Shia LaBeouf's character. He's with good that. at taking like the real aspects of a character and making it like important. Yeah, yeah. well, he's he's good at taking the personality of character and applying it to the situation it needs to be applied to, uh-huh. and which is perfect for Suicide Squad because. These are all different psychotic fucking characters come oh, responding they, they, they to a situation. They all have their own like yeah. mental illness, probably that like something that they're suffering from. I mean, I I'm really excited for the casting of Harley Quinn though because uh, Margaret Robbie is she's 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 good for. She yeah, looks yeah. the part. She looks the she part. Looks she like sounds it. like it. Ever since uh, Wolf on Wall Street, dude, she, I like when they announced it, I was like, dude, that's that's flawless casting. And to be fair, I also like the costuming they went with, not because it's sexier, but because. Aren't we all kind of sick and tired of, like, the clown costume that Harley Quinn... Well, the Jester costume... The only reason Harley Quinn exists is because of the fucking animated animated TV TV show. Exactly. Which is fine, which works for the animated series, but let's... But I like when they step out of the box and it's like, I'm not with the Joker anymore, so I don't have to dress like a fucking clown. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, it's a big thing with, you know, finding acting choices, finding perfect costumes. I mean, clearly, you know... They said they tried the Jester outfit. Yeah, I mean, people have been griping about the X-Men costumes not being the actual... All black leather. It's all black leather, like they're fucking... No a, a gimp, a even, gimp even group. Even in this <laughs> one. <laughs> even in this one. That, that, that's a comic series I want to read. The gimp group. Even the costumes in this one, they found, like, flight suits. That was, they were supposed to be flight oh, the flight, suits. The, yeah. All the identical flight suits. Yeah. Which they all have to like, find and they're just why, their perfect sizes. That's why when I yeah. saw that, I was like, you're really going all, like, yeah, you're going you got, back like, to the all We got black. some, like, teenager size flight suits in there. We got oh. some teenagers. I mean, I like the fact that... We got one that could fit a hairy blue man. I like the fact that... What do they do with the tail? They, like, use a little knife to I mean, a little they do bring it up in their movies. I mean, the first X-Men where, you know, Cyclops like, what do you expect? You know, yellow spandex? Which is funny as a joke, and... But now that they've gone, gone, kind of involved. Meanwhile, like, you're like, fuck no, all these. But that's one the thing. Like even with um, the Wolverine, there's a deleted scene where he showed they actually show him getting the actual costume, the full metal visor thing with the gloves and the whole uniform. See, and they cut if that they out. They were going to get. If they were going to give, it, I, I would be okay if they changed the cut costume for Wolverine if it was like the. X Force costume, like still the same design but black. Oh, the I black would, and gray. The black and gray. Well, that would that yeah. would be fitting. Uh, if you're gonna do something like that, be, that's. Cool. But I mean, you guys seen the deleted scene from the Wolverine where the whole costume, what it looks like, the live action. I didn't. Adrian, you got another job. Bring it up. I know we got three minutes <laughs> left before commercial break, but bring it up. You need to bring it. There up. There it is. Oh. That it looks badass, right? It does. That's See, what I they showed. Like, that's the delete. suits with the colors. They can't use bright colors because then it just looks yeah. awkward. It doesn't look. It like, does. But if you that kind but of tone, like a like a toned down, yeah, like a darker version yeah. to it. Yeah. See, that was cool, and that was a deleted scene they purposely took out of the film. And I was like, Why? I think it's because they yeah, don't want people to get this is the stuff they try and shove down our throat to make it's like, oh, get it. Because you know that's what you want to yeah. see. Yeah. But like they want to do their own little creative thing. They want to do their. Make it a little different changes. I'm here saying because we always we always bitch about you know what creative directors want and then what a studio wants. Studio wants to make money, mm-hmm. and studio usually will have more power in that aspect. That's how that's, you make that's, money. That's how you make money. This is my dollar sign <laughs> edited. <laughs> well, like all these directors, they want to make their thing like 
different. Like they yeah. want to put their own little spin yeah. or mark on whatever. No one it is. cares if about you want to put your own. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, wants no like, oh, I want space. it like how it is in the comic book. People want it accurate, and if that you... that fucking shit is accurate. <laughs> Look at that, another view for that. It's like the Batman costume, like with the cowl. Yeah, I mean, it's like an accurate depiction, you know, for the whole thing, you know, going around. I mean, he can turn his head, they have the gloves, they have the alpha and everything. If you if you want to write your own creative spin on existing co- on existing content, fucking write Slashbit. It, how about that? It's, it's free, it's, everyone it's can one, enjoy it. It's one of those things, like, faces sell. And we think about how much time Captain America in Avengers film, how he does, he's not in the actual helmet. Oh, you want to oh, see I them like in their time. costume? Yeah, I mean, you want to see them in the costumes, but, but the faces about, sell. Have you have you noticed that ever since the Avengers, they they shortened his his mask to the point where you can still recognize Chris Evans, even though he has like that yeah. half oh, it's just like, on. Yeah, like I said, yeah, faces yeah. sell. Every time Iron Man's in a suit and he just you know has you know just he, space yeah, yeah, it's, it's just body out. armor, no mask. Exactly, faces sell, and that's what the thing I know what they're trying to do with Hugh Jackman. It's like you know this motherfucker, his face sells. So let's sell as much Especially as Especially as Wolverine. Especially Sexiest Man 2011. Yeah. <laughs> year we graduated. That was a good year. Yeah, that was a good year. <laughs> I would choose to put my beer's empty. <laughs> oh, that's a damn shame. It's okay, I got two more right there. And I got four more right there. <laughs> He's got options. For we got yeah, options. I got options. And then there's a keg in there that's, you know... I got options. Rations. All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break here, and then we'll go back to just talking more about X-Men. We're going to go cover all the X-Men films. So we're going to go from the beginning all the way leading up to... You mean the Wolverine films? Do we have to go over those? <laughs> I mean, like skip over those. I ones? mean, like, acknowledge that they existed, but like this one was fish. <laughs> we, we can skip over just Origins. We can out. skip over Origins. Okay. We can just cut that okay, out. So you keep it up to X. <laughs> X don't give a you. <laughs> No, what? I, I knew that was coming. Okay, we need to wait until after the commercial. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> cut, cut. We're cutting here. I'm going to eat another beer. Hey, what is up, all you podcast listeners? Today, I got a special offer for you going over at Audible, which they are offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Head over to audibletrial.com forward slash the drunk cast and get your free Audible trial today. This week, I am reading How to Fight Presidents by Daniel O'Brien. Welcome back, everyone. We're going over all the X-Men films, and then, of course, leading up down to, you know, the newest one. Leading down. Leading up, sorry. Leading up. Chronological order or from... No, we're not. Anthony fucked up my beer. Now I have to suck on the foam, and you all get to hear it. You know, just... We're not even going to go in a specific order. Just go through all the films that you love, that you hate, that you crap about, and then t- getting towards a certain part. You deserve that. <laughs> I'm going to give my that. top ten or my top five of like oh, what's going to be. Top ten? Do we even have that? Number? Yeah, yeah. That's why <laughs> I said top five. Like, at this point, usually basically. I'm used to a top ten. I'm doing top five this time. <laughs> top ten. Number one, X Men. Number two, X Men. Number three, X Men Two. Number four. Yeah. X-Men 2 again, number 5. Number 11, X-Men Origins. X-Men Origins. God damn it. (laughs) Okay. So, if it doesn't matter, I want to say we 
you start with the first one? Because the first one has set up basically 16 years of, of filmmaking. Of, of all superhero films. All superhero The one in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After, after, after that, we got in... I like how you just want to point out, like, it wasn't 1999. No, it was 2000. I was like, I want to make sure <laughs> that no, it next I, I, I was off by a year, damn yeah. it. No, we got original it's a 2000 one. thing. And I, and I honestly... Lock of Seagull's haircut. <laughs> I love how his hair got better... As it progressed. Yeah. Until, like, Apocalypse, I where like, it's like, what the hell what is the this thing? Like, is that it's saying? all over the place. I just love just the gains on Hugh Jackman as the film's <laughs> He just gets bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. bigger. Better looking Jennifer Lawrence than Jennifer Lawrence. Right? <laughs> what was her name? Right? Uh, I don't remember. Rebecca uh, Romaine Stamos, but dropped Rebecca Romaine Stamos, but not Stamos. <laughs> Stamos anymore. I forgot. <laughs> I remember that one, the you know, what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Hollywood. See, that was a great depiction of Mystique. Yeah, an accurate one, too. Oh, she actually kicked ass. Way Which, less screen you know, time. Mystique, Mysterious, she was actually mysterious in this film, because you were like, what's her relationship with Magneto? She wasn't under Magneto? the microscope the whole fucking time. Literally, yeah, definitely. Well, you brought in someone that wasn't, like, some, like, popular actress to play Mystique, but then when you bring in, like, Jennifer Lawrence, like, you know her from, like, The Hunger Games. You offer so her as, as tribute. Like I said, a face character. <laughs> Can I also say that this gave the best depiction of fucking Sabretooth? Yeah. It gave the he's best. huge. He's huge. He's, he's huge fucking exactly the way he's supposed to be. I mean, I, 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 I really do love Liam Striver, but... He's got acting... It, Liam, but they, but he's not was, big enough. No, it wasn't that fact. It's just like, the character they gave for him, for him to betray from how they wrote it, it was really wasn't Sabretooth. I wanted someone more feral, like, more exactly. animalistic, like this, but then you have him in, like, Wolverine Origins, he's like... He's like talking to you, having like conversations and stuff. Too much. And I'm like, dude, I thought you were just gonna like, Shut up come and in and like things. rip his throat open or something. I like, know. I'm just like, I don't I care. I'm just gonna kill that. people. Look at that. That was that was the shit. Yeah. That was scary. That was that's it. That's it. That was it. That's it. That was Sabretooth right there. And then it was kind of cool because you had this film that did incredibly well, and people were like, holy shit, you know, this is a this is a comic book film. You know, this shit's supposed to be nerdy, but this is a it was, was relatively edgy for when it, when it came back. Yeah, it, it, it was like I said, because that, that was the part where you know back in two thousand, everyone thought you know anything associated with comic books or you know any kind of DC Marvel was you know not supposed to be mainstream popular. Mm-hmm. Thank you. To Batman be fair, and though, Robin. the nerdy aspect, at least in recent history, the nerdy aspect is what's did. going to yeah, make right? the money. <laughs> but, but because if you watch comic books are an art form, form, the people that are already invested in however, art are going to put more money in However, art. this film set the standards of actually bringing comic book films to a mainstream audience. Yeah, that you could, and it would be successful. And it will be successful. It will work. Well, it proved that it could be successful in like, the way that things like a modern-day setting for this movie in like, a real city mm-hmm. type of thing. But to be fair... X-Men has always been super popular because of the demographic that it addresses. It addresses prejudice. All and, it, and, and the yeah. topic of prejudice is still taught still, today. Yeah. So therefore, they are going to be badass for a very long time. Exactly. And then, of course, you have the incredible, amazing leap where you go into X2. Bring up X2! Now, Bam, this right was there. probably, like, as oh. far as sequel goes, it was an amazing sequel. It was. It was a great, especially the entire opening with Nightcrawler and that was whole thing. Excellent. was excellent. Perfectly executed. I want some swords, though. I need to see him pull I, out that's some swords. You want, you want to see some I want to see some you swords, see some man. At least a staff and a fucking tan trench coat, for God's sake. <laughs> just, just, I, I, I want the <laughs> sword. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wrong guy. Yeah. Gambit. But yeah, Nightcrawler. I like Gambit, too. Like I said, he was my favorite character in X2. Oh, yeah. It was... Hands his down. His character mm-hmm. was awesome. Like I said, when I was talking about, like, the, you know, the morality, but, you know, between, you know, pacifism and doing the right thing to protect and fight, you know, that was just... 
perfect setup just for this character. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing that you, you see a trend with these X-Men films is they're always heavily focused on character development over anything else. One thing they did was the uh, this is one of the few that I remember when they started altering characters. Lady Deathstrike was in this one, but oh, yeah. her she had no. She's a mutant. Yeah, she's not a, a mutant, cyborg. Not a cyborg. Yeah, that was her weird. origins were changed. She was mindless robot. One of those creative liberties. But she was hot. Oh, do you think? <laughs> do you think <laughs> if they do? Uh, it's the contacts, man. Yeah, oh. it's the contacts. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you this, think if they do, you know, bring her into X twenty three or no? For I mean, bring X twenty three into X Force. Um, do you think they were gonna change up the origins to fix it? I would be down for that simply because I I want to see some of the badass characters said, that truly remember, truly hate Logan. I remember because the point a year that they've ago, altered themselves. Because a year ago on our old podcast, you talked about that would be a perfect substitute for Hugh Jackman. Which one? The X twenty three. Oh, it would be. I, I was telling Joe Brody before we got here, like the idea of introducing Dakin and X-23 as Wolverine being a mantle versus being like mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. and it being like something – the best there is at what, what they do. Because All three of them could arguably be the best there is at what they do. Because like Hugh Jackman said this is going to be his like last role in the Wolverine. So mm-hmm. like you can still have the Wolverine – like the character, mm-hmm. but like the person playing it is going to be like either you know you can have like X twenty three or a deck and playing the character. Yeah, which in. would be Batman dope, needs a mantle to be taken up. <laughs> can't do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, arguably Hugh Jackman's done an amazing job considering he's been the character for two dates the longest. Years. But well, Robert Downey Jr. More is needing else. just to fucking crush that. I have a feeling that that's what, like well, Robert Downey Jr. just wants to crush. Robert Downey record. Jr. wants to be like. If, if he's been doing it for 16 years, Robert Downey Jr. wants to be Iron Man for like 17 years. Yeah. To be like, I fucking did, no, like, I did it. If, <laughs> he just wants to If Jackman stops playing Wolverine, that means like Tony, or Robbie Downey Jr. is going to be like Iron Man more times. With all the movies that he's coming up and all like the appearances he's going to have, he's going to have like more appearances than Wolverine as Hugh Jackman. You think it's like an ego thing? He's like, I'm just going to crush this fucking I would record. crush, he's crush, crush that his record. I mean, but it's a pretty impressive record. It's like... No James Bond has ever lasted that long. No three no, movies apiece. Yeah, yeah. Like, unless you're fucking George Lazenby, in which case you get one because everyone hates you. That's the fucking problem. It's not on, right? You see what just happened? I saw that. That is a goddamn shame. I know it's this beer, but goddamn it, Anthony, it's beer nonetheless. <laughs> all right, and then so after, of course, X two, and then you know all the. Cool, amazing shit that it did. Triple X. You got the triple X. <laughs> you have the last stand. This was such a fucking mess. They're like two stories that they're trying to pull in the ones. Mm. Also, he's there. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's there. Dude, I just let's talk about the previous yeah, iterations. Let's fucking. talk about like the previous iterations of we got the Cyclops and then how they finally did it right in Deadpool. And Magneto's ancient. Well, that's. I mean, he's an old man. He's always been an old man. He's going to always be an old man. I mean, oh, I always Except love Ian McKellen. One. I thought his hair would be longer. He looks the fucking same. <laughs> I thought it'd be like shoulder length hair. Shoulder length all the way down was, there. The one thing I didn't like, Juggernaut. Yeah. Juggernaut was a no. big disappointment. I wanted he Juggernaut. They banned him, huh? <laughs> they banned him. Yeah. I mean, Bane Juggernaut's from, not even what was it? Just like Batman Forever. It's, it's, yeah, he has like magic just, powers instead. Is yeah. it just me or does the old Juggernaut look like a big dildo? 
It's just. You want, you want to pull out the bit, the old juggernaut from like the the nineties, the, 90s, the cartoon. Right yeah. <laughs> the cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> the cartoon. No, like, no I, I, I actually have to see this to see what you're talking about. It's because he's got like the helmet. It, it just looks like he's meant for insertion. I mean, even that lead, helmet just looks. Weird I mean, even leading up for like the three films, like you had like this whole like just foreplay going on between Wolverine <laughs> and you know um, Jean Grey. Yeah, it just looks like a big fucking dildo. <laughs> It looks, uh, it looks like a shitty bullet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bullet Bill's shadow. Yeah. <laughs> but he's monstrous. He, this is someone that could take on the Hulk. This is someone that's taken on gods before. Who's in, who's that's a man who looks at you and goes... <laughs> but I, 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 like, bitch. Bitch. I know I was about to say that. <laughs> we didn't get that. That was kind of funny. He looks but. like a big fucking dildo. That's like the only... I don't even remember what else he said in that movie. I just remember he's like, Who are you? I'm, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> And that, that was, that was it. That was what did he do after all. that? He like he crashed into a wall, and, and then and that's he's that. done. A wall defeated Juggernaut. <laughs> Look okay. at that. But <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> um, Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Oh, I always love Kelsey Grammer. I, so. I I wanted Kelsey Grammer good. to be Beast for a long time, and um, just not in that movie like that. <laughs> Like well, he played, see, dude. That's why I got Days of Future Past. Oh, I just, like, I just love Holly Berry. Storm just kept yeah. getting hotter. <laughs> Who? Storm, Holly Berry. Yeah, she just kept getting hotter. And then, just like Catwoman, she didn't contribute, but goddamn it, was she hot? Goddamn it, man! I love that I she complained that she had to do this so many times. She's like, no, there's no character. Like she even realized there's no character development for her. And, I don't care. She looks good in leather. She does. No, because there is great co- character development on, for Storm, especially when you lead up to oh, her she's got leading the X Men. <laughs> She should have had an <laughs> accent from the beginning. She should have. I mean, oh, did she try she, it? No, no. In the, in the first, first one, right? she was like half and fifty fifty, and then got rid of it. Like some way, like it, it went on and off in the film, and you clearly tell like she tried to start in the beginning of filming process, and it just waned out. Like what I loved about the X Men X Men comics was that these all these people were international. These mm. these they came from around the world. We had a Russian dude. We had a Japanese dude. We had. Uh, from Africa, we Austrians, had, uh, you know, uh, Englishmen, yeah. Irishmen. We had so many, so much diversity in the in Ireland. I mean, it was they des- they described themselves and they always carried themselves as a university. Universities are always international, uh, so yeah. I always thought that was kind of cool. Where you just have like a collective of just like all these internationalities. I mean, nationalities coming together. Unless you're Notre Dame. Unless you're Notre Dame. I love Notre Dame, but now something God cool. But however, I mean. I, I can see how they weren't thinking about that, you know, early on when they first started these films. Yeah, which is, which is it's... It, but, but now, like, at this point, you should be getting it right. And that was kind of cool. I was like, they did stick, finally, with a storm accent. Mm-hmm. You know, like that a kind of Egyptian, Egyptian mm-hmm. accent. I thought, okay, they're... That's cool. And you've been noticing a lot of films have been starting to do this now. They're trying to oh, know, yeah, because make it. They realize, especially after Deadpool, the closer you are to source material, the more excited fans will get and the more they're willing to, like, here, take my money. Shocking! The things that they already loved sell well. Yeah, go figure. Go Fuck. fucking. How figure. do you? How do we market this? The the way it's been marketed before. Yeah. No, <laughs> we know what we're doing. We're we gonna need take bitches in hot spandex that say nothing. But you yeah. like that? Not I'm good enough. Fuck Brett Renner. Renner. Huh? No, I'm just saying. Fuck Brett Renner. Yeah, dude. Fuck it. What the Fuck, you need to stick. No, even after that, he came after this and did Rush Hour 3, and that was a piece of fucking shit. Hey, hey, I, I love movie. Jackie Chan. Okay. I love Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan too. Shit. And Chris Listen, Tucker. Jackie I hate Chan Brett is the Ratner. most MLG yeah. pro of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the MLG pro Jackie Chan yeah. videos? Those yeah. are hilarious. But, uh, 
the, can we all agree that Last Stand was a piece of shit? And, it was a piece and of shit. Justified. It's not the worst one, but it's still a piece of shit. <laughs> Going on to yeah. oh, this is Jesus, the worst one. Yes. How much how much poo poo is in the toilet right now? Origins poo poo. <laughs> all right. X Men Origins Wolverine. Now this is pretty much us all confirming that Wolverine only we have to got go over, character right? development we just, like, skip in the first three movies. No, we do. We we have to. No, this is a film that <coughs> surprisingly did not destroy. An entire franchise. I agree. The fact that they felt that they had the balls to make a second one just as shitty is beyond me. <laughs> Star but power, man. Look at Star that. Listen, they finally, they finally got Ryan Reynolds to finally be supposed Deadpool. Well, if um, you knew the character Wade Wilson, you would know that he was Deadpool. And then they sewed yes. his fucking oh. mouth shut. Yeah. Then, uh, and then they gave a him character weird character whose nickname is a merc with a fucking mouth gets his mouth sealed. How that's fucking great. Yeah, how, how they came to that not conclusion, even, I'm not even. sure. Yeah, there's like no. This is what the fans want to see. This is what they no, want. No, but he wants to see that with the mouth. <laughs> yeah, and then we he get even a piece of shit Gambit. <laughs> like, can we all agree mm-hmm. Gambit was a piece of shit in that yeah. one? There was no real reason. It's like he was there they just because they wanted to time add a cool fucking mutant that they're like, well, this would be cool. This we they've been wanting. Did he even have an accent? No, right? No, no, no real accent. No even vaguely French accent. No. And then Some white dude playing cards. cards. Yeah. And white then we have dude a short the fucking saber tooth who, who, who basically was a whiny bitch. Like, this is Gambit. The, he doesn't even look Cajun. There's no French in there. Now, Lee Schreiber is an amazing actor. I love him. I like death, said, I love Lee but Schreiber. But he was wasted in this movie. Hmm. Definitely wasted. Doesn't matter when the... your bank account has seven zeros. Oh, and remember, guys, shooting Wolverine with an adamantium bullet will cause him to have amnesia. Just a heads up. No, we shot him like twice, right? If twice, you could three make times. An like three bullet, times in a head. Good on you because that's a fraction. First one through. knocked no, him out, and then the other two. Yeah. Yeah. It will not stop. The momentum will yeah. keep going. <laughs> if you could make an anamantium bolt, that would go through a person, a mountain, a continent. Well, he had a, a ten. and then. <laughs> well, it's like, what do you do when you have an anamantium skull and an anamantium bullet? Something's got to they, give. They're, they're the same thing. Unbreakable object. Uns- well, they're no, taking it as, if, as if a diamond could cut another diamond. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like slapping two diamonds together. They go, and then of course, cool, that good loose story. Memory, instead of you know the actual Weapon X program itself, yeah, causes that shit. <laughs> we can cut out the. Can we move on from this movie? Like, we one all real agree. thing, real okay, quick. Well, the only thing I actually liked about this movie, there is something I did like, was that first mission part where you actually get introduced to Wade Wilson's character. Where you're like, oh, dude, this is like the Deadpool we wanted to see. Where he's like talking, it was like, he's a like tease. Yeah, like it was like, like oh, this a little is, tease. Yeah, hey, he's all thought, five like guys this? stuck you in an like elevator this? on a high. No, nah, that was it. But how are, that, I didn't. Done. I mean, they did already address that he was a mutant mm-hmm. before actually going down to the whole, you know, Department K program and all that stuff. Where you know, that's where his mutant gen powers were pushed. Yeah, it's still pathetic. It was which, all which is funny because I don't even remember that much about it. But then Ryan yeah. Reynolds turns around and plays the same role in a different movie and crushed it. Well, it's the thing. It's, it's a writing thing. Like, a lot of people would point fingers at directors and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But when it comes down to it, it is a writing issue. Well, yeah. You start with the Because the all these people then, yeah. say, that, say that Ryan Reynolds is a, is, is a dry actor. He's just one big, big joke after another. And it's like, no, he's not. Look at Deadpool. <laughs> Because for all like I mean, that, the, is wait, one, that is that one big dick joke after another. Although that is a literal dick joke, <laughs> this one is my right prize possession another. right here. 
he he kills wow. that role, but then everyone's like, look at him, Blade Trilogy, look at him in in the Change Up, look at him in all these other films, and they're like, yeah. he's just one big dry joke after another, and it's like, Dead he crushed Deadpool, yeah. and he was Deadpool in another movie that tanked. Uh, yeah. Wasn't he like one of the like sexiest man alive another yeah. year? Yeah. Two thousand. Also, after Hugh Jackman. Sexy. After Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was 2010. I and think George Ryan Reynolds Clooney. 2011. George Clooney's been sexiest man alive like five times in a row. Maybe not in a row, but five times. Yeah, no, it's all about great. that George he's Clooney. He's like fine wine, dude. Great. That he's George great. Clooney yeah. must. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so going past this, you got what was next? Was the second? Then oh, the Wolverine. No, Wolverine. Yeah. No, it was first class. It's, it's first blur. First class. Oh, that's right. And first then the Wolverine. Which this was another. So, like a surprising success, but I felt it was a piece of shit. Honestly, I didn't even see this one in theaters. Okay. Didn't even know I, about I, it. I enjoy what is the this? X-Men side of this film. What pissed me off was the waste of Emma Frost. Emma Frost is an essential character. Like she In she, the X-Men universe. Yeah, she, she competes is with fucking oh God, Charles Xavier as a student. She's fucking domineering. She's powerful. She's a telepath. And then you crush her diamond form with a fucking metal bedpost? Like they choked yeah, her. Diamond. That's, yeah, diamond form, and you wrapped a metal bedpost around her to try and crush her. Can't breathe, head. right? Yeah, I can't uh, breathe. She's I'm made of diamond. Diamond, exactly. and you, you have what this steel pole? Diamond, crushing the hardest diamond. Yeah, yeah. substance uh, well, of all was, time. Yeah. crushed by it's a for bed the sake place. of the plot. That's what it is. And then and they the even plot. completely scrapped her for the rest of this. this that that series. was the worst part. That they just killed her off. Like, oh yeah. I was like, I can understand not having her in there. Like, okay, you know, she just left it her mm-hmm. own thing. But when you killed her off, I was like, bull. I mean, she could have came back and like Apocalypse as like one of the teachers yeah. or something like that. But no, she's just gone completely. I was like, they're just like nobody likes the diamond skin here. They're fucking canners. But it <laughs> did do successfully well, and yeah. critics do love this film. And it is a good film from the X Men side, but. From what I see, it's I mean, campy. It's, when you it's, compare this to the other two, though, it is yeah. The well, they, the is, biggest thing is they fucked up on Emma Frost and they fucked up on Mystique, the two biggest characters. What is up with Mystique's hair in this one? Like <laughs> in some of the scenes, like they, it's her bad. Hair is they like, went farther out. More. Very sexy Mystique to a very like. Cold. It, look, it looks weird. This is a child Mystique. It does. It looks pretty childish. And then and fucking Kevin Bacon as a villain. Movie. She still like, that slick back Well, you, you have your personal gripe with Kevin Bacon. I hate fucking Kevin Bacon. I can't That's how it. I feel about Renona Ryder, but you, you want, have you your want, thing. You he raped somebody. Dance, dude. <laughs> dance it out. <laughs> <laughs> I the hollow man. He raped somebody. But the worst fucking uh, mental telepathy reveal of a plan was in this movie. When, he, when he's going through fucking Emma Frost's head and he finds out what the plan is, it's pretty much a board of a map with Kevin Bacon with a bomb magnet and he places it on fucking Cuba or some shit like that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's how you explain this whole plan? You just Sesame Streeted me right now. You're finally using your indoor voice. <gasps> it took the the rage of this movie to bring out it is. Audible, and fucking, to, 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 to bring out an audible amount of volume. <laughs> the Nightcrawler I wanted to see in this movie is... Azazel. 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 That's exactly yeah. how I want to see Nightcrawler like and a that's the time. Because he has Azazel a sword. Is his and dad. Yeah. Mystique he's... is his mom. And they just completely... Don't even say anything they, about they it. They swept it underneath the rug. I love that he pulled, Jennifer he Lawrence. pulled everybody up top and then allowed oh, everybody just dropped, just them. dropped yeah. them. Yeah. But they, No, but they swept that whole everybody. underneath the rug just to get Jennifer Lawrence mm. in. And that's a gripe that I have. Good film. Because <laughs> it did good stuff. And I did like the aspect, you know, with learning about the X-Men and getting to know the X-Men and all this stuff. And it did well between the relationship. It did, it's like the origin it, it, story that they never had in exactly. the original X-Men movie. It did a great job as getting more in-depth into the relationship between Xavier and Magneto. 
Yeah, Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy's relationship, mm-hmm. it, like they, they especially because in real life they're just best friends. Yeah, they're cool. They're like severely, like same as Patrick Stewart and Ian. McCall. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I mean, you got to feel like that classiness of you know you don't have to go into origin stories between Stewart and McKellen because you can feel it in the you know their dialogue and how they speak to the, each other. You can yeah, feel the, it without even being told. They're very comfortable. They even work, though they they're enemies, well off each other. even though they're enemies in the films, they play so well. Frenemies. Right. No snow shippers out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've just realized is we have like seven X Men films at this point. Not a single one up until this last one has had a Sentinel in it, and it was at the Whoa. very end of this one. There are no Sentinels. Days, in... Days of Future Pack was all about the Sentinels. I don't remember. That, yeah. and I'm How do you line. not remember? Different that is like line. a plot pivotal point of the movie. Because it's been oh, a while we're skipping the Wolverine. Go straight to Days of Future Past. No, no, no we, skip it. Skip no, it. No, we're we, done. We need to bring this piece why, of shit Why up. was the Silver Samurai like this giant robotic suit and not actual like the armor? The only good thing about... Why did that bitch's poison counteract with his healing ability? Why did fucking plot. he not fly off of a speeding bullet train? At being weighed down by adamantium metal and being heavy as fuck. Why didn't he show the fucking deleted scene of him getting in a costume? Why doesn't God fix all of all this? <laughs> and one, one of the only cool things I ever saw about the Wolverine movie was when all of the ninjas finally fucking yes. hooked that fucker yes. down and submit yes. him. That was the best part of that goddamn movie. And it took an entire movie to get there. And one really good scene. Yeah, that's about it. Alright, skipping that. We did our wise out. Now our reboot, motherfucker. Great film. This is where it's a franchise rebooter, a refresher. This movie and allows... Prequel, this is like, which oh, has yeah. Sentinels that nobody remembers. No, it's a prequel sequel. It's well, Half of it is like a <laughs> That's prequel. That's what it is. And half of it is like a sequel. That's the beauty of this one. It shows that a good story with good ca- characters can make a great fucking movie. If you already have badass fucking characters, add a good story to it and you have a good movie. But unless you call it a prequel sequel, in which case you're just insulting me. <laughs> I call it a, I call it a reboot, a rebooter. No, but that's the genius between it. Like, well, it's not like the first a reboot. class would be the rebooter, though. First class will technically be labeled as the rebooter. But it takes like it, it has nothing to do with the no, time travel that happens. In this I know, one, but that's what so it is. You can place it in before exactly. X-Men. First class is the rebooter. This is the shit fixer upper. Oh, okay. this is like if okay. you have fight about reboot, it, nerds. <laughs> this is like not okay. You got like Spider Man, and then they reboot it with like the Amazing Spider Man one. Mm-hmm. So like everything else happened in it is not even part of it. But this reboots it, and it still says yes, X Men one, two, and three still happen. But it's not part of the main story anymore. It so it like yeah. goes off on its own thing. So it's like rebooting it, but it's still acknowledging everything else Are that happened. Enjoying before. the fucking phone? No, I'm trying to get a full goddamn beer. I mean, I'm right on. Have Look, it's less foamy this time. I, I got you've a couple been, sips. You've it's been really like working on that for quite some time. And now it's done. Is the beer even going to be Almost. done by the end of it? <laughs> oh, you bet it is. Yeah. But how much time we got? Because that fucking hourglass isn't accurate. I don't know. I think oh, this yeah. is still ah, probably okay. my favorite okay, X Men movie out of all of them. Huh? Is your favorite? Yes. I'm gonna still no, give why? it to why is your favorite? Two. God damn it! There's because it brings like everything that happened from like first class, and at the end, you still when he comes back to like the normal time, like it acknowledges all the past people who played the characters originally in the original X Men trilogy, and you see them all again. So you see. The new people and the old now, ones all come together. Now, when you got that whole closing with, you know, after he changed the whole timeline and everything's okay and he saw everyone is still alive, 
Did that fuck you up when it, they announced Apocalypse? Oh, when I saw that, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh my god, dude, here it comes. Like, some good shit is about to happen. I'm, I was, like, and how hyped. do you feel now? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not even talking about that. Like, <laughs> before the after credit scene, mm-hmm. I'm talking about when they already pre-announced Apocalypse. Was even before this See, I didn't even out. know that they pre-announced it. Okay, I so didn't, you didn't like, know. You didn't oh, know. I didn't even know. Okay. And when I saw this and I saw Apocalypse, like, the little post credit scene. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I think dude, it was I like so Because I think it was like two days before this film out, came out, they announced the next film after this is going to be Apocalypse. So when I saw that closing scene where he goes back to his normal time and he sees everyone's okay, I'm like, who the fuck's going to die then? Like, <laughs> this is Apocalypse we're going about. Which, yeah. Which wasn't apocalyptic. Said, it was like, slightly like, destructive. Everybody's going to survive, so you know that it's going to be okay. <laughs> what changes, instead of changing it, like, instead of having X-Men Apocalypse, it's like, X-Men, slightly destructive. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men, California has more earthquake damage every year than this. <laughs> this one, this film, I can arguably say is probably the the best one as far as it goes dark, as far as, like, the oh, ending, cool. ending battle sequence. Dude, fuck it. When they're in the future. Colossus yeah. is getting his arm ripped off and everything. Like every, oh, did they rip him in half? Yeah, they ripped him, yeah. And then the Sentinel steps on Iceman's head, just yeah. crushes, it. crushes it. Like, you, you get, the, you get... You get you the terror. Your, you feel you the terror. Your, like mutants die in front of you. You feel the terror of the Sentinels. It reminds me of of the Terminator. Like like these robots will take over. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they're indestructible. You can't stop. You, can you have these guys like deal with it. Just just try and, and survive. Like I said, Which is sad that Terminator is more terrifying than these recent. And films. this is a perfect <laughs> example. Is when I told you about my gripe with my whole thing with um Civil War is there was so much action going throughout it. I felt no build up towards the end. Because at the end, I was like, whoa, they've been fighting this whole time. I didn't expect nothing climactic. It was like a schoolyard fight. It just sparks off. And what then Days of Future Past did is they built up the entire movie mm-hmm. to this last part where you have the past and the present trying to fight for survival. And it'll switch off between like exactly. his this and that, you see each of them at the that same time. That is a climax. Yes. That is a climax. I felt nothing with that for a Civil War because it was just all throughout the entire movie. There was no build up to that climax. The whole movie was supposed to be like that climax. That that that's the one problem with the yeah. Civil War. But I I love the You're climax. Just climaxing the whole. I time. mean, like I said, I keep talking about it. Watch Thirteen Assassins if you haven't seen it. That is a movie where they had nothing but talking and planning for an hour and a half, and then like the last forty minutes was like the most epic final showdown. And that's a forty I, minute climax. That is worth your money. Exactly. I've seen it's in not even any like ca- 10, 15, No, it is no, long. You're it just saying like ah. It's not a cheap It is. The climax of that is 13 samurais got a really 200 good samurais. <laughs> and they kept going. And it's hard to find that movie subbed. It is. You can't find it. Well, no, you can find it subbed. You can yeah, find it's easily hard, subbed. It is hard, but you can it's find it. It's not dubbed. It's hard to find it subbed. So unless you speak Japanese, you're going to have a hard time. Especially this is how these – I feel like these films should since it's all about action, the characters and everything. They should have some kind of climactic buildup. I mean, Batman v Superman was incredibly weak and over- underwhelming for all that they tried to Civil give. Civil War was incredibly weak and underwhelming. This was incredibly weak and underwhelming. The not whole, this. I mean, no, oh, not, apo- not this. I mean, the one we're talking about. I mean, now. Apocalypse. At least they tried to do the whole thing with a whole build up towards the end. So, like, what would be like the superhero movie you've seen that has everything that you're talking about? Has there been one? The Dark Knight Rises. Honestly, I hate I hate to say this, but fucking Avengers, the first Avengers? one. They had the formula where it fit, where they had this buildup, they had the tension, they had the characters, they had all the situation happen in the last 30 minutes. It was all a big epic battle. 
for me, that was fucking yeah, perfect. Yeah, the fact that at the time they had not revealed a lot of the exactly. battle, and you went in very you surprised. You went in surprised because they showed, none, sure they showed none of the last 30 minutes of the film in any of the trailers, any of the promotionals. So you were fucking shocked. And actually, I got that wrong. It's not The Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight Returns, which I've said before on the <laughs> podcast, because it's like, shit goes, yeah, it's, it's like a slowly building climax, but I mean, shit gets real, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. People die. That's what I want to feel from the movie. I don't, I mean, I know people just love to just go straight into action, like this is cool mm. and everything, but I feel no suspense. And I'm a huge person when it comes to suspense. I love it, suspense. It amplifies. It makes, well, it, 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 like... it, it makes you feel something when the action happens. You can mm-hmm. have 15 minutes. A whole minutes. film that's all action and no suspense, you don't feel anything from it. It's you just can, all brain dead. It is. And it's like, uh, I don't have to think about what's going on. It's like, it's just happening. You can have five minutes of action backed with suspense be a better movie than two and a half hours of just straight action Mm -hmm. case in point hardcore henry all action does nothing yeah does nothing there's no feeling Uh (laughs) (laughs) i was like isn't mad max like all action throughout the entire movie because there's breaks There is breaks, and then... What, the grunting and fucking the bullshit? <laughs> the I, water. I, 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 I don't even want to fuck goddamn water. water. The water break. They needed water breaks. He gives them their water, and then he cuts off, and he says, you're still my slaves. <laughs> yeah, that's a piece of shit. Make you my slave. <laughs> okay, okay, come on. Now you're just having fun with this, Adrian. Okay, I guess we could count this okay, one uh, as uh, X-Men Universe. It is, it is X-Men Universe, so... I mean, Deadpool. there are X-Men in it. Okay, I mean, come on. There are X-Men in it, and, and if we are counting this one, and this is talk, the hold best hold up, one Shut up. If you're going to talk, Adrian, use the fucking speaker. Yeah, you fucking set that yeah. thing up, and now you're failing. Yeah, this is part of the, the timeline. This yeah, is part it of is the part of the timeline. timeline. So, and good contribution. Point, we already covered that. I love the way that he pointed out, like... We're going to see the professor. Oh, which one? McAvoy Ooh, or Stewart? I get so mixed up with these time paradoxes and everything. <laughs> McAvoy turns into Stewart. <laughs> Arguably the best, best X-Men one uh, X, X-Men related film. In the X-Men day. film series. Yeah. In the X-Men film series. And the most profitable for what they spent in making the film. Oh, and definitely. the highest grossing rated R film of all time. Of all time. And so, the amazing perfect exactly. Colossus. Yeah, he has the accent. He has the accent. Well, it took five fucking actors to he, play this, and his character is dead on. Like the pat, like he's 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 like very calm. Very wants wants to be protected. Sweet. He's sweet. Oh, yeah. he's, he's nice. Yeah, this was this was sex. 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 That that was my movie right there. That that, that was my movie too. Is that what your face Even, was when you were watching it the whole time? <laughs> oh, oh my no, god! No, no, it was. Actually, I passed out from the amount of orgasms. Too much blood flow. Not going to the right place. <laughs> Even uh, Naked Sonic Teenage Warhead, it's like, I don't that really care about her character, but... What? I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she was there, and she was cool. Yeah. Without even that much dialogue. It was... No, so you understood really. her character. Exactly. You understood her character, because Deadpool basically pointed out yeah, her Deadpool. Like, yeah. And it's like, you got me in a like, box here. He was like, listen, I've taken five look. I've taken two looks at you and I know what exactly what you are. You're teenage, you're angsty, you don't talk a lot, you hate your parents, this is how things are gonna go. And she doesn't argue. She's she like, you got me in a box. Yeah. yeah, she's like, you're not wrong. And then we finally lead up to X-Men Apocalypse. Which, like I said, not a bad film. I didn't think it was a it's bad It's not film. the worst I enjoyed it. series. Not a bad, not, not the greatest. And for me, it was just a film. I origin just, story the movie. I realized you can't you, like where Joe Brody was right. It was you can't give Apocalypse so much goddamn power that he's unbeatable, because then it would have made uh, the underdevelopment of Jean Grey's reveal of the Phoenix 
even more. Because it's like, like I feel like anything, this is like setting up for the next. But they film. didn't even. They didn't even. They didn't need even the Phoenix power. though. They didn't even need the Phoenix thing. Yeah, you did. You kind of. You needed didn't it. need it. That, that was... How else? Unless you're going to involve Cable, how else are you going to beat Apocalypse? They had no one. At, but they didn't. Level. But they, they never gave Apocalypse any power. Okay, why it not do an Ed like, Yeah, why that's not, another why thing. Why not do an Ed Credit scene with his, Phoenix? Uh, power, power, power. Why like, not use the dream sequences to incorporate Phoenix? It would have been badass. Oh, you had that one. How come? Exactly. And you didn't even I get like to see the, what was really going on. You you can have her I saw, sleeping. I wasn't even sure what was happening. Phoenix part? That's all you need to do. I yeah, thought it was like because of the original trilogy. People would have picked that up. How come Charles Xavier beats his ass in like the first two seconds and he's just like, oh, just kidding. Now that it's a dream world, I can just be giant. Yeah, he, where he, <laughs> which, which I wish he, he would have done in the reality. Even, that's where I'm state. at right yeah, now. Exactly, because if he was like, hunting down Xavier to get his body, he could have crushed the building. He could have mm-hmm. he could have chased Because you were talking them. about because like the whole part where he's like, you know, fighting for, you know, just He's basically just doing a protective barrier, like the last like ten minutes. Yeah, and you want to see like you know cannon arm, all this other shit. You I wanted to see him, him take on the also, X Men. Speak, like speaking like, of barrier, change. what was Magneto doing that whole time? He made that little bubble around himself with the with the metal. Did nothing. He just sat there, looking pretty. Well, he was kind of should I still destroy the, the world? world? Yeah. 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 I, should I, I mean, not? But uh, I'm but concentrating. Like, I can't I mean, look over. That whole scene would have just easily stopped if just Quicksilver's like, "Yo, I'm your kid." You know, you still have family. But it doesn't really, it shows like a little bit of destruction, but he's just standing there apparently doing nothing because no new metal is coming in. He just has this And then he saved the day with the X. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> they they got to let you know that this is an X-Men movie. X's everywhere. He literally, he sits there in his bubble and it's like a little bit of destruction. I'm just going to continue sitting here. The world is no worse for the wear. And now I'm just going to turn on you. Okay. I think the best it guy was when it, when Quicksilver was beating the shit out of him, and then he like like kicked him in his knee, and is like was about to get it was about Broke to his leg. I was like, this is now it's gonna start getting interesting. I was like, they just took yeah, out like, their power hitter he, right yeah, now. Yeah, he just took like, out a superpower. Yeah, like this dude runs fast, but he has a broken leg now. He, yeah, he just took out a superhero. He should at least hop like at a moderate speed. Yeah, hop fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even with one leg, he should be able to run fast enough to like break the sound barrier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we're gonna go a little over on this time, but I do, I do want to cover the top. I'm, I was gonna do X Men films, however, for this film, since this podcast is about you know X Men Apocalypse, the top five shittiest characters. In this, in, in this one, this movie? not in I would say shitty, but most underdeveloped or wasted characters in Angel. this film. Angel Jubilee, Angel Jubilee. Jubilee, definitely Jubilee. She got shit canned on the side. Yeah, I think they introduced she even... her next to Nightcrawler. That was about it. Yeah, that was the dialogue. She if had. you if you look up the cast for this movie, it says that Gambit's in it. Gambit's not even in it. Psylocke, Psylocke, Psylocke was another oh, waste. I think just like the Horsemen, other than Storm. Magneto in general, like. Storm's character, you just see like, oh, she becomes a horseman, and then that's it. But she doesn't do fair, anything until like near the end. And then she, she turns. Really doesn't. She doesn't do anything, and then she turns. But as far as being the the closest version we've gotten from comic book source material to transition, all of all how they I mean, shit. I, that was the closest she, we've gotten. And she honestly, I mean, you can blame that for writing, but when it came to like screen time and everything, she did have a good ample amount of screen time. Basically, mm-hmm. and they actually did kind of you give her a sense of room. character development. You know, she's like, but that was like it just a that one. Thief. She got like the most out of other than Magneto, like okay. Angel and the way they introduced her was amazing. But yeah. after she got her powers, they kind of just left it at that. Yeah, yeah. Like, she didn't she's do just anything the until like, the end, where she's like, eh, I don't know if I should like betray him or should I like help him. 
okay, I'm going to help them. And, and I was expecting more them. mind control. I mean, mm-hmm. when he launched all the fucking nukes and he had all this power, he's like, okay, you know, you got rid of all this stuff. But when he started destroying buildings, at that point, if they're not under mind control and they're still like, oh, this guy's all right. I mm-hmm. mean, that's how I felt. It was like... That was the biggest cock tease because he launched the entire world's armament of nukes. They did release that in the trailers, and all he did was just throw them out in space. Yeah, that was he, the big climax. Yeah, they, they go out into space, they go into stage two, and they just drift off. And it's I, like, I the, the entire world like, is at peace now because some godly force was just like, I don't need your weapons. Which is pretty badass. And he doesn't even say it. that much. It's badass. I was so pissed. I wanted the nukes to come back. He did I everything he was going that to Superman, down. Quest for Hope, whatever, tried to do, but within a matter of moments. <laughs> I was so pissed yeah. off because what I thought he was going to do was when he launched all the nukes, I thought he was going to have them rain down and obliterate all That's the countries. That's what I thought. I thought, it was, I I thought was he like, was going to make this, this, this uh, Earth apocalypse. Just, yeah. I thought that was like his end game plan. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was that. going to kill every like, living thing. We're pretty thing, early in the movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just like, oh, dirt. Everyone's and dead? And it's just like, the nukes, I guess, are gone, and this guy is just going to make a pyramid in the middle of Egypt. Shocker. That they haven't been doing that for 3,000 years. Apocalypse. No, he was pretty developed. As much as you can develop him for what they're... But we huge we're underwhelming. Underwhelming? Developed, maybe, well, we're talking about development. That underwhelming? That underwhelming? Yeah. That's, that's, that's shitty yes, writing. Yes, it was underwhelming, but I think it like, had to be. Cause you can't make it wasn't with the strong. body jumper shit. Huh? What was oh, that body was, jumper shit. I I think that was like how they could that incorporate him. That was the only him way they can make multiple sense. abilities. That was the only way they could they sense. could explain him being all powerful forever. He just like takes a new body, but, but then transfers all the abilities. This gives him the before. reason why I have such a wide range of abilities. That makes sense, yeah. And it can. I, I mean, it did. And make, the long life. And it makes reason for the hunt for fucking Xavier mm-hmm. since he is the biggest powerful mind. But then they blow it out of the water because he was like. We halfway went through the transference, so like I can sense you, but I can't sense half oh, of all the beings on Earth. And the only consequence he suffered was Xavier lost his hair. Gene so now he looks like Xavier. <laughs> for me, that was he the worst wrong. development for the character. Now I'm not. I agree with you. If they just stop there, but if they develop the next movie to be Dark Phoenix, then I would say it's a good setup. But do they but really they, deserve to? But do they that? never. I mean, they kind of did one? it with like you know, oh, she's a freak. She's super powerful. But they never really. Went as far as how powerful she is, how dangerous she is to herself and everyone around her. They, they tried with that dream sequence with her burning up the room, and that's it. And they never Which, touch. They never touch on the fact that if she ever touches anybody without a glove, there was no mention of anything up. dark inside of her. You know, Dark Phoenix. Wait, are we talking about Rogue? We're we talking about Jean. Sorry, Jean. I have so many fucking bad. There's too many mutants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> House of M. Here so we I go. Like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. House of M. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Please, that's like well, the third time I flubbed and I hate myself. I feel like, like they do show like the sk- the scope of her abilities, like being when she destroys Apocalypse. Like, how she, she can be super powerful she when she kills him. But it it was out of nowhere. There was no build up to her. Literally, this. It, it was like yeah. it was like the strongest. It was just line. oh oh, Gene, I need help. Okay, Phoenix. They, the only reason they <laughs> it, hinted it wasn't at even it that is it was like. like, it was like when Hank is explaining that when, when Apocalypse wakes up, and he's all, I don't know if Gene is responding to something or if something just happened. Like, that was all the hinge that you got. But everybody knew from the previous trilogy that Phoenix was already inside her. We yeah. were going in with that mentality that, yes, time has changed, but Gene as a character has not changed. Like, I, the, I just, I just, I, I, didn't I even, did, I really you did You wanted not, more development. but I know, add, I just didn't want to see a Phoenix. I, well, whatsoever I, in this film. I didn't even get that much because it was like, 
Charles Xavier, the strongest mind in the known universe, is fighting and severely getting his ass kicked by Apocalypse, and then Jean Grey just walks out on her invisible platform and screams See, at him, I, and the fight's over. She fucking destroys Because what him. I was expecting was a joint effort of the two most powerful minds fighting Apocalypse weakens his mental state so everyone else can destroy his physical state. But, but instead she though, screams at him, his himself, armor goes Charles away, and they all do some minor damage. Mental ass beating in that sequence. Yeah. That's why I, I would have loved to see her rise above on a mental state. I just didn't want to see... I want to see, like, oh, here's my backup. And Their he's like, oh, it's a child. was a little weak to me. Huh? Their astral plane was a little weak. Yeah, that's why I would be like, oh, you're beating my ass. Well, I have this person who's actually way more powerful than me. And then she comes out and he's like, oh, you know, that you brought a child. I want to see something like that where mm -hmm. it's a... He brings her up to the par where she needs to be through the mental state of her mental ability. But buildings. Charles Xavier never did that. She broke down. That's well, the whole uh, point Apocalypse of the Dark Phoenix. Never... She Charles Xavier failed in exactly. regards to Jean Grey. But I would love to see that failure come on in a later film. I just did That's not want to see Phoenix if, show if, up. If, if it is, it, I, I would like to because it did show up and it confused the fuck out of everybody. We know she's powerful. We just didn't ne – we never knew the extent. She's killed Apocalypse. But if they don't do Dark Phoenix, then yes, I will feel that this was wasted. But Definitely as far as an intro, as far as – it's like a lead up. I would, yeah, it's like you to, know what's going to be like the I, next I, story. I, yeah, I just I would have loved. I would have just loved to see an introduction to Dark Phoenix Saga as a post credit scene. She could have had like a fucked up dream and wake up and it's like what's wrong and bam done. Yeah, Problem that. is because so I Dark hate Phoenix, I hate being shoved in my mouth. I like being teased. I like being jerked off a little and then stopped. We know. I like that. <laughs> that. That is not. By the way, for the audience, that is not just a metaphor. That is a real life. Anthony is a master. These are facts. But they, I mean, they're not going to do a Dark Phoenix saga because that's too deep into the realm of nerdiness, for lack of a better word. It, um, no, it's just a good arc. It is a good arc. I mean, yes, it's a good arc, but it's like... You can make a whole trilogy off the Dark Phoenix saga by itself. They're not they're going not, to. They're not going to. They're going to do a standalone film. That's what I'm saying. Most likely. Like, and if they do that much, if they do that much, it's just because they're trying to milk the franchise. If they don't, it's because they were afraid to. And they don't know what they were I actually I would just handling. want the Shi'ar Empire to fear her. To, be so, to sense her presence so much that they had to come to Earth because she's that powerful. Because that's basically what it was. They, she was an intergalactic threat, mm -hmm. not well, just to the mutant mm -hmm. community, but but see if it's existence. X Men. I don't believe X Men is going to ever get out of the realm. We of, never thought they would reach the realm of global destruction either. In this movie, they did. Yeah, but I, I think I think I think they, they, I think they can get away with such a well, powerful. Well, it was going on globally. Buildings. I think they can get away with such a powerful because they not even mentioned the um. What are those big ass fucking giant alien dudes who gave Apocalypse his equipment and power? Uh, celestials. Celestials. They're not going to cover that. No, they never would with the so armor. So they, I which doubt they never gonna... addressed why the armor was needed in the first exactly. place. Exactly. So I they... doubt they're going to even address the Shi'ar Empire because they're not going to go. But I, they're not going to go space. Empire is strictly X Men, though. It is strictly X Men, but it's it's so like one of them, the leader of the entire Shi'ar Empire, is in love with Charles Xavier. Like they're lovers. He just wants House of M. I, I know you want House of M. I don't care what it is. I want House of M. That's what I want. I feel like if they're willing to delve that deep into X-Men kind of story arcs, then they would have to cover the Injustice story arc from DC at least. Um, and if they're willing to do that, then that means well, that they have to cover things like 
one makes money, the other really doesn't. I mean, it's just well, you can't the thing, get is House of M without having the Phoenix. That, that's first. what I'm saying. Is there's huh? so many you story can't get arcs. a House of M movie without getting the Phoenix first. There's some stuff you got to cover that, that before true. you can get to that. And you'd point. have to introduce Wanda, which they're they for some odd reason legally they're not doing. I don't think if it's they illegal. Have another I don't reboot, illegal, House of M. And that I mean, <laughs> I, I would I would direct House that's, of M. That's kind of what I'm saying is like if they're willing to delve that deep into one story or one comic book series of story arcs, then they have to do it in the other. And it's like we're not going to get an injustice film. We're not going to get a Red Dawn if that's even what well, it's called. We're it's, not going to get the fi- the what is it the final fifty two? Well, I mean new fifty new fifty two. No, it's it's one of those things where it's a studio thing. Certain studios are going to do something certain other studios aren't. Until the they reason, run out of ideas, they will not touch this. The reason being, I think they won't ever touch it, is because of the jointness of it. It's the same thing as Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan is good because of what the you brought up. impact of the other Marvel characters that it affects. Mm-hmm. And because House of M affected but you know, everybody. you know the third standalone Wolverine film is going to take inspiration. Inspiration, but it won't be. It won't the focus. It'll take inspiration from that, and they will have inspiration from that inspiration, which and plus, will make it a bastardized. And plus, you will have to have to get Ellen Page back because she's a huge impact in the like old old man Logan. Kitty Pryde. Yeah, Kitty Pryde, Shadow Cat. She's a big when? theme. Getting towards the end, <laughs> up to his death, death of Wolverine. <laughs> but but that's that's why. Oh, I thought you were referencing Old Man Logan. I was like, I don't remember. Well, Katie Old Pryde. Man Logan leads up to Death of Wolverine. They just had a huge fucking gap between them. That's the thing, because she is huge in Death of Wolverine. Oh, I, haven't read, I haven't read that one. Are they going to bring in that dragon? Hmm? The little tiny dragon she has? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lockhead? Yeah. yeah. Lockhead. Was All right, so that. That'd be cool. we covered, okay, we just need one more, because I'm sticking to this top five of wasted <laughs> characters. Who is the last one you guys believe? We agreed, believe? Psylocke, <laughs> Angel. Um, we basically agreed that three of Jubilee. the four horsemen Jubilee are useless, and, and then two of the fucking, two of the... I'd say this is the most development the Scott students. Summers ever got. Well, you see his yeah. beginning. Like, here's like his origin thing. No, no, I, I didn't mind with Scott Summers. That uh, was, I did like him as Scott Summers. Yeah, that didn't bother me. Nightcrawler got more than Jean Grey. Yeah. Um, I feel like they underutilize Nightcrawler every single time they make a film. It's like it I just, just gets worse swords, and worse man. and worse. Hey, just, That's what I'm saying. Swords. I want to see, see fucking swords. swords. That, and they've done away with fucking Gambit. Maybe X-Force. Maybe we'll see him in there. I doubt it. Yeah, maybe. There's a lot of maybe. Honestly, okay, X. as far as developed, if we're keeping it in the category of developed, Quicksilver. Ten years pass, and the only thing I got is a wardrobe change. He lives in the same spot. And he, he still he looks like shit. shirt. Yeah, he still he looks said. like shit. Oh, lives yeah. with mom. Yeah, After yeah, ten-year gap, as far as development goes, that's shitty development right there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that is shitty development. He even said it. He, he even said it. He, he, that's sad that a movie referenced its own underdevelopment of a character. <laughs> hey, listen. He fucking improved his high score at least twice on Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is an achievement. In ten years. <laughs> <laughs> that's an achievement before achievements. But as far as I'm going to go, I'm going to throw my last one, number five, is going to be Quicksilver. Okay. His powers were cool. He was awesome in the film. But underdeveloped. I there was no need... development for him. He didn't even... Like, the only thing that developed was the fact that we found out... The audience found out, which comic book fans already knew, that Magneto was his father. Mm-hmm. Which he didn't even fucking decide to say at the end. Yeah, that's He's true. just like, I'm he so knows, from the family. He knows, but his dad doesn't know. Exactly. But we knew that already. <laughs> My personal opinion is the, the camera angles that they chose for when he's saving everybody in, in the Xavier house. I like the music, su- but I agree. They make him look super oh, doopy okay. with those goggles. Music. It's what like... Which, which makes sense, though. I mean, he's comic relief. Yeah. 
fan. That's yeah, what it is. I, it's just super doofy. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Quicksilver. Do you guys argue with that? Quicksilver. Yeah, I mean, I w- I want to argue with it, but but I like him so much. So it's like like. Uh, I, I'm ta- that's why I'm saying if we're talking development wise, yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why. Because I agree with you. I want to argue because I love that character so much. Yeah, I agree. He's awesome. You know, what? I will agree with you. They had like very little development, but I like him as he is now. I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want I like him to him change the way he is. <laughs> to, to be yeah. fair, they all got shafted. Yeah, they did. Yeah, well, we're gonna wrap it up. Don't worry. Listen. Shut the fuck up. All right, like, we what, did the development. We, we went over the movies. Oh, no, we're not. We're I good. Don't give a sh- hey, listen, you're going to have to edit this. All right, okay. I think, I think that's a good spot where we can leave this at. Yeah. I mean, we talked through every single one of the fucking X-Men films. Okay. So I think that is a good closer. So that is another episode of Drunk Casts. I'm your host yet again, Anthony King. And of course, what we have here today is Evan Gillette, who finished the fucking boot like you said I wasn't going to. That was boot. We got Joe Bro with us, and we got Cal. Yep, hashtag Joe Bro. Hashtag Joe Bro. We're gonna hashtag it for this video. Hashtag Joe Bro. And then of course we got Kyle Davenport, who is always back and lovely. So of course we're gonna see you next time because I'm being cut off like an asshole. Like a fucking asshole. And we're gonna play Monopoly, and I'm gonna use this as my fucking token. That's your boot. That's the boot. Doss boot is gonna take me all the way to fucking Broadway. <laughs> and we're First good. First stop is jail. <laughs>